everybody, and welcome back to the Middle Age Sports Spectacular. We're doing a little something special this week, and by we, I mean I, because I'm doing the first ever solo pod. And I guess you could call it special, at least I'm calling it special. I don't know if that's slightly narcissistic or not. Some people on the show might say, Dave, yes, I think you're a little full of yourself. But really, it's just, you know, I had a couple things that I've been thinking about a lot, and I was I was wondering how I could either vet this out or just maybe process it externally. But as I alluded to in the last episode, which I know all of you have listened to already, is I'm turning 40 in a couple weeks. And you, you start to think about a lot of things, I think, at least I am. I don't know what it's traditionally like for a 40-year-old to think about, but that's one of the things that I'm pondering. So doing an episode where it's five things that have been on my mind lately. And here, here it is. Here we go. So here's one of the things that I've noticed as I've gotten older as, you know, I think that I don't feel like the traditional 40 year old, but then that begs the question, what is a 40 year old person supposed to feel like? I remember when I was 30, looking at 40-year-old people that I knew and saying, man, they're old as fuck. Ugh, I'm going to be that old someday. And I wonder, you know, what do they do for fun? Do they do they just stay at home and play checkers and solitaire and and then watch the news? Is that what they do? I mean, I was 30. It wasn't like I was that young, but, you know, looking at 40 is just, it seems so far away. And honestly, I blinked and and here I am. And so very thankful that I spent the last year of my 30s in, in a fucking pandemic. That was a that was a blast. But also at the same time, I'm healthy and my family's healthy. So I should probably stop whining as a lot of people went through a lot more struggles than, than I ever did. So I, at the same time, I'm grateful for that. But, you know, so I'm 40. So should I act different? Should I, what am I supposed to do? I still, I, I was talking to my wife, Stephanie, a couple days ago and I said I, I still feel like the biggest goofball I, I mean I like I want to do shit I want to go play sports I want to throw the football around the yard and and play tackle football and everything and and maybe some of that is because I do CrossFit regularly I try to take care of myself I I exercise we go biking we go kayaking we go snowshoeing so I'm active so maybe that's that's part of it but I, re- I really don't know if there's this this switch that gets flipped and I'm supposed to just talk with my friends about taxes and the government and politics and shit. Although I have been doing a lot of that because, well, you know, politics has been pretty crazy the past past year or so. And uh, I'm not really interested in hearing what any side anybody's on anymore. I don't really want to talk about it anymore as I think a lot of us feel that way, but as a 40-year-old guy, it becomes a lot more prevalent in your thinking. It's, you know, this has a direct impact on my life, whether it's taxes or it's laws or or changes. And here I am, man. I just I just want to watch football and 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 you know, I go to work and I earn a, a decent living and I, I work really hard and get out and I hang out with my other middle-aged friends on this podcast every Tuesday night and it's sometimes the highlight of my week, right? You know, you get up early, you go to, you go to work, you work all day, you come home. I typically work out when I get home with my wife in, in our garage gym. And 
then you you go back to there you eat and you watch maybe a little TV or you you know sometimes we play some card games and then you go to bed and then you get up and you do it all over again and you get to the weekend and 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 there it is and it's it's also a, a funny thing that I've been thinking about is you know how many times can you not wait for the weekend to come and a, a guy a guy that we work with pointed out he says you know sometimes I ask myself if if I'm constantly waiting for the weekend to get here just to just to relax a little bit, he said, it's like I'm waiting for my life to, to pass me by and not get too super deep or anything into it, but it's a good point. So I do try to, to maximize my fun. We all got to work, work as part of life. You know, it's just is what it is. You're, you're going to, you got to work if you want to have some things or be able to do some things or even, you know, just eat and have a roof over your head. So sorry if that was too deep. I try not to get too deep on this show. It's, it's, uh, it's not what you come here for, right? You come here for sports, not some guy who's having a, maybe a midlife crisis about <laughs> turning 40. And he's, he's in his room right now talking to himself through a microphone, which is a really weird experience. I know there's a lot of solo podcasters out there and this is what they do. And, and, you know, I'm sure it gets a little bit better. We all talk to ourselves, right? That's healthy. I've read it's healthy, damn it. And it was on the internet. So it has to be healthy. But here I am in a way sort of talking to myself. I mean, I guess I'm talking to listeners, but not directly. At some point you'll listen to this, hopefully. Um, but crazy stuff. So, so I'm not going to act any different. I'm going to be myself. I'm going to continue to do things that I want. I don't think there's any midlife crisis here. I'm not compelled to suddenly start dressing 10 years younger, whatever that looks like. Yeah, I think age is a lot more fluid these days it seems as but i i'm not into wearing super skinny jeans it's it's not a it's not my jam i have i do work out quite a bit so super skinny jeans and me don't really get along anyway and i'm sure that my wife and a lot of other people in the world would appreciate it if i never wore super skinny jeans if that's even still a thing i don't know i try to keep up but i can't there's too much going on too many too many trends man too many trends so that's the first thing I've been on. And I don't know. Like I said, I'm going to keep acting the way I do. And I don't think there's any reason to have to change. I don't think, I think that you do you and, uh, and that's it. The second thing that I've been thinking a lot about, and this is a big thing I feel, at least you know, for people my age, is eyebrow plucking okay? Seriously. What I, I think it started right around when I was 37, 38 years old. All of a sudden, eyebrow hairs, I guess they stopped falling out. And instead, they just, they grow and they grow and they take on a life of their own. And then they can see you're staring in the mirror, shaving or something, and you realize you have antennas because they get unruly and they start sticking up and they curl up and, and they get so freaking long. And I, you know how many times I'm standing talking to somebody and then all of a sudden I notice they have one themselves and then I'm just staring at it and staring at it. And all I want to do is, is, is touch it, pull it out of their head. And then I realize that I just had stopped paying attention to them for the past minute, which is a normal occurrence for me anyway, as Pat will tell you often whenever he's talking on the show. But especially in this situation, like how do you all of a sudden... I mean, it's, it's somewhat noticeable when you're staring above somebody's eyes, right? You're making eye contact, any little slight change in 
angle of your eyes is easily picked up on. Some people have a tendency to look at crotches. If you ever notice that, I, I pick up on it. All of a sudden, we're talking it, and I see your eyes go down. It's fine. It's okay. You know, there's things in your peripheral. You're going to pick them up, and then they might go down again. And now I'm self-conscious. Now I'm thinking, did I, did I dribble after I peed? Did I go to the bathroom recently? You know, is there a wet spot? I, I don't know who, if you're ever paranoid about that, but I am. Seems that there's no matter what you do, there's always something that makes its way out after. So, you know, good thing I wear underwear. Getting a little personal there. Just going on a tangent, not trying to do that. Let's circle back. Let's go back. Let's talk about eyebrows. Plucking eyebrows. So I started doing this. You know, it's a couple of weeks, it, it seems. But uh, I'll take the tweezers and, and I'll pull it out. And, you know, I, I go back and forth with myself. I say, is this, is, uh, is this a vanity thing? Am I feeling really vain right now? And am I struggling to, to get older? I don't think so. I just, yeah, I mean, I have gray hairs in my beard. I'm certainly not dying my beard. That's just way too much work. So we're going to, we're going to stick that out with the salt and pepper look, but, but the eyebrows, man, they're just weird. So my personal opinion is it's okay. Pluck those things. It takes you five seconds, a couple times a week, little maintenance goes a long way. Do it for yourself. That's my, that's my recommendation. That's where I'm falling on that one. So that's two big things, right? Third thing, talk about sports. I guess we should talk about sports. It's still a sports show, despite how often we get away from sports. I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're middle-aged, so we're talking about that too, but sports. So playing sports is, is something that I miss quite a bit. I, I love, uh, I've always loved, you know, a group of friends getting together and playing, whether it's flag football or, or maybe some pickup basketball or whatever, but that's kind of an absent in my life. You know, I do have a basketball hoop. My wife and I like to go out and shoot horse or play a little one-on-one. Admittedly, she kicks my ass. She's a, she's a real sleeper on the court. I swear, I, I swear, I, I, the first time we played, I was like, yeah, a bit a bit cocky, right? walking out there. I said, I, I'm an athletic guy. I played sports most of my life. I got this. She kicked my ass. She kicked my ass. She really did. And uh, we played horse. I think we've played 10... Maybe let's say a dozen times horse all time. I'm pretty sure I beat her twice. That's about it. You know what my problem is with horse is that I try to do fancy shots or long shots. And she'll just go right up five feet from the basket, drop it in, and then, you know, advantage her. Because now psychologically I'm thinking, well, this is a super easy shot. I got to hit it. If I don't, then she's going to have another letter. And I, I think she knows that. I think she knows how to take me out of my game. So, but with sports. So the recently, uh, Brian on our show, Pepe, known as Pepe, and his wife and I and my wife have been playing pickleball. Which you, if you're unfamiliar with pickleball, first and foremost, the thing you should know is that it is marketed, or at least... The people that are attracted to it are typically retirees, and it, it's a way for them to stay active and play a sport that's competitive, but also not too demanding on the body. But obviously, we're not set. We're not retired, although it'd be nice. But we, we picked it up, and that was through a couple other friends that I go to the gym with and introduced it to us. So pickleball, if you don't know, is a basically an in-between tennis and ping pong. It's obviously not as small as a ping pong table, but it's less than half of a tennis court. And where we play is an indoor facility nearby. 
at a local college and they do they take the tennis courts and then they have little pickleball courts taped out on each side so they can either rent the full tennis court out to somebody or they can rent it out to two you know two groups playing pickleball on either side that's that's pretty neat and so you picked up a couple some a set of paddles off of amazon and we play and it, it takes a little bit of getting used to because the ball doesn't quite bounce the way you'd like but you know it's a lot of fun and if you haven't tried it i suggest you do you know if you're in my position of trying to find something athletic to grab onto that you're not going to kill yourself doing i will say this if you're like me and you like to fly around the court and, and die for things you're probably going to find that it's not too fun in this sport because the court is hard and it hurts so just keep that in mind. Also, if you're my age, despite being in very good shape, you do need to realize that it's much you're much more susceptible to pulling an Achilles or a shoulder or a wrist. So make sure you stretch and warm up, kids. And stay hydrated. You want those electrolytes. Gotta have electrolytes. So stay hydrated, but try pickleball. Check it out. It's actually pretty cool. I totally dig it. So that's the third thing I've been thinking on. Just playing sports, staying active. What else can I do? I would Again, I'd love to get together, play some football, but I'm going to need a, a group of friends that's into that too. And of course, this fucking pandemic to be over. That would be really swell if the pandemic would just end. Fourth thing is something that I'm really quite grateful for, actually. And again, I think this might come back to being a vanity thing. I've recently decided... So I started losing my hair around the age of 30, started to thin on the crown, and then it started to thin in, uh, I don't know, whatever you get, those alleyways right next to the the middle. And then the alleyways crept into the middle of my head. And next thing you know, I kind of had this slight island look, depending on the angle. And this is around the age of 31, 32, I just decided to call it quits on, on maintaining any sort of hairstyle. And I shaved it. I took the clipper kit. And, uh, you know, I started carefully at first. I might have put like a three on there and shaved it down. But then as my hair thinned a little bit more, I noticed that the island was separating and and the, the I was getting a little bit more sunburnt on the crown because, you know, there was a little bit less protection there and might have taken a stab at letting it grow out here and there. And then it was just, all right, we're ripping the Band-Aid. Put a one clipper kit or one, the clipper piece the one, whatever it's called there, on the lowest setting outside of just naked clipper. And I shaved it down. And then what do you do? Naturally, after that, you got to grow some facial hair. That's the thing these days. And I think that's what I'm grateful for is that 15 years ago, like people didn't know what to do. They just wore ball caps. They just protected it with ball caps. So now it is okay to shave your head grow a beard and you just look like so many other people my age and, and it's cool so what i i tell people is fuck your ball caps throw it away take that head down shave it right down i actually you as you'll see in this little video clip that i'm going to post is i'm now going right down to the skin i bought a, i think it's called a skull shaver and it's an electric shaver and it just goes right down and i gotta tell you it's very liberating it takes me about seven minutes to do it and it's faster than the clipper kit. And, um, you know, if I want to be lazy for a few extra days and just let it go, it's fine. So 
what I'm thankful for is that I have a pretty round head. I think it's all right. I think it's round enough. And that's important. I do feel bad for folks out there who end up having to shave their head and maybe their head's not quite so round. But you know what? It's also all in your head. So my advice to any guys out there who are still struggling, shave it, move on. You know what? You'll never have to style it. You'll never have to think about, you know, if somebody notice I'm I'm thinning up there or they balding or whatever. It's just a different day and age. Bald is in, man. Shave your head. Grow a little facial hair. It's cool. It's fine. I feel good about it. I can I can do my whole thing in like 10 minutes. I just trim my beard down with my clipper kit. I haven't paid for a haircut in like 10 years. It's just good stuff, man. Bald with a beard. It's where it's at. Final thing that I've been thinking on a lot about is investing. And this is something that I wish I could go back to when I was 21 years old and really convinced myself that this was something that I should have been paying attention to from a much younger age. And by investing, I don't mean you know, day trading and buying penny stocks and all that stuff. There's people out there who are really smart and at that, and they're, they're really into it. And that's cool. I'm not, I'm just talking about from the traditional person about not sticking money in your savings and just sitting on it forever at 0.01% interest, but investing in it, especially your 401k. And so with investing, and I'm not going to go too far down that road, uh, but I've been much smarter about it in recent years. And, you know, I've, I bought some Tesla stock here and there and some, some other stuff that has had some decent gains. And I, by no means a professional, by no means am I an expert. I still, for the most part, the majority of my money goes into Vanguard Index, where I think that if you read a lot of smart, good, reputable investment books, right, those are the ones you want to read, uh, they're going to point you in that direction. Vanguard is, is where it's at. But uh, recently, Doug on the show, and, and I think we'll touch base on it more in the next episode, we've been talking about alternative investments. And uh, for some folks, playing DFS is an alternative investment. Folks who are smart and capable of picking the right teams and not dealing with too many recency biases and et cetera, et cetera. People unlike me who fall into the trap of gambling too much. But recently the, the thing that's popped up in the, on my radar in the last week or two and I and and Doug and I have have kind of dove into is NBA top shots. If you don't know what NBA top shots is, you really 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 need to know what it is. It is potentially the next big revolution in digital collectibles. And I won't be able to do it justice, but do yourself a favor and research it. But ultimately what it is is digital trading cards in the form of moments and the moment is actually just a gif it's a short video clip and i would love to tell you that you can just go to youtube which was my initial reaction can i just go to youtube and just watch these same video clips what the hell's the point there's a lot more to it it's multifaceted there's layers to it but i genuinely believe in the digital revolution and i think the value in it is that certain age brackets will believe or buy into it more because their whole life is digital. You know, younger folks 
tend to not collect the way I, you know, what maybe I did when I was a kid and collecting sports cards and baseball cards and wanting my favorite player, they have different means to doing it. And I think that the NBA top shots really resonates with them. It's something that they dig into and are, it makes sense to them. And it, while it might not, not make sense to you, as a good friend told me, when it came to cryptocurrency, it might it doesn't necessarily have to make sense. Just know that smart people and rich people and young people, all those three are into it and they're buying into it. And so I've been doing some investing in, in NBA Top Shots. Carefully, nothing too crazy, but I've, I've made some money and it's also fun. It's really cool. I could collect some of my favorite players and sit on them. So I've made a couple investments and some low serial number Jason Tatum's, which is pretty cool. I trust that Jason Tatum is going to be a superstar in this league and that he's got MVP potential. I think that a lot of people believe that. So I've you know made a couple investments in a couple guys like that. Whereas with others, I've, I've bought low and sold high to some extent. Some I've made more money than others. Some I've doubled up. Some I've made a few bucks. And a couple that I've cut my losses. It's I, truthfully, one way to look at it is instead of collecting, it's it's the stock market with NBA players. And one that, if you've read the news at all with Wall Street and the, <laughs> and GameStop and all that fun stuff, uh, one that Wall Street's not really tuned into because it's, I mean, they're not really stocks, but it's similar to. So I highly recommend checking out Top Shots, man. It is blowing up and you, ha- you have to know. You have to know what it is. If you, if, you totally, if you decide not to get into it, cool. That's fine. But I think you're going to miss out. And just like anything, with any investment, there's a, you have to have a risk tolerance level. There's always a risk that something will bottom out or something won't pan out or somebody will come in and do it bigger and better. But they are licensed with the NBA. And I think that because of that, there's an investment on the NBA's part to make this something. So investing, man, that was a fast 22 minutes for me. That's 22 minutes recording on my very first solo podcast. I hope it was enjoyable to listen to. I hope that my discussions about eyebrow plucking and how you should act and playing a retired sport, investing, just being bald and beautiful really resonated with you. And... I guess it would be fitting that I leave you with a fun fact because that's my calling card, right? That's that's the one positive thing I contribute to our regular podcast. You might think that it's disrupting Pat or talking over Pat or saying hot takes just to inter- in, in, instigate something or antagonize somebody, but really it's, I go on Uber Facts, the best fact site out there, bar none, follow them on Twitter or don't actually don't follow them on Twitter because then you'll know all the facts before I say them. But I want to leave you with something as we talk about being an adult and and moving on into our forties and, and all that is that 40% of American adults still sleep with a teddy bear. Let that one sink in. And for all you folks out there who are sleeping with a teddy bear, I just want you to know it's okay. It's all right. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't do it, but I'm not saying you can't. I just choose not to. I don't need a teddy bear to sleep with, but that's just me. 
Thanks for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed it.